Hello and welcome back to Second Take Movies, the podcast where we give movies a second look, second chance, second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me is my co-host, Jake Twido. Oh, baby! Always coming in with a weird noise. I know, I gotta come up with new ones every time, and every time I'm not prepared, then you say my name and I go, go on with this one. Yeah, uh, and boy, were there some weird noises in this movie, it's Roadhouse. Oh, dude, yeah, man. Patrick Swayze beats up a lot of dudes, and you feel like a man. Like, half of his problem could have been solved with a gun, honestly. Dude, that's not right, dude. You gotta <laughs> cool him out. Oh, and you know what? His problems ended up, like, kind of being solved with a gun. Doesn't he shoot someone at yeah. the end? I mean, yeah. Uh, this movie- no, it's like three, four guys that shoot one guy at the end, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real story, by the way. Based on a real I- story don't believe that, that for one minute the end or the end scene oh okay uh yeah the, the story for said roadhouse is not much uh, I'll give it to ba- you. let me just let me just give it to you here okay give it to I'm me i'm gonna ease you off on this one super rad cooler james dalton is a professional and finds a new promise in life fixing the double deuce <laughs> the, double the double deuce, deuce. In Missouri, Jasper, Missouri. Little does he know the town is as crooked as his stuntman's wiener because it's broken. Uh, <laughs> well, IMDb said a tough bouncer is yeah, hired yep. to tame a dirty bar. Uh, yeah, okay, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> In a movie full of punching tits and beer. <laughs> um, Empire magazine. Uh, there's no author on this. Um, in our positive review, an immensely enjoyable slice of romanticized fisticuffs that is a Western in every respect except the Stetsons and Six Guns. And I would, I'd would i agree with that. It is trying to be a Western. Yeah, this is definitely like... I think that's from some of the oddities. I mean, you even jokingly said it just now. If he had a gun, he'd have solved yeah, it all. Solved all of his problems. <laughs> the negative review... Karen James from the New York Times in Roadhouse Patrick Swayze has the most laughable role since Tom Cruise juggled a few liquor bottles and danced to hippie hippie shakes in cocktail. Ooh, that next movie to, sucked. Next to Dalton, Johnny Castle in Dirty Dancing seems like Hamlet. You growing after Dirty Dancing, second of all, how dare you? No one puts baby Ooh, in a corner and that's a good movie. I, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it's fully. so good. It's so dumb, it's but Kevin, so good. It's Kevin Bacon, right? No, that's that's, no, that's... Swayze and uh, oh shoot, some yeah, other Hold girl. Up. Mr. Swayze <laughs> does some dirty fighting here, but mostly the role requires a blank expression. At this point, Roadhouse makes his career look like a bad joke. Mm. Yeah, this movie rules. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. It is. It's terrible. It's the dumbest premise. Someone compared the, and I thought this was the perfect um, comparison. This is like John Wick for bouncers. Oh yeah, definitely. Basically, like for some reason, bouncers are famous in this world, and everyone knows them. And he's just got one, uh, uh, just one name, Dalton. That's it. That's all he needs, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's that famous bouncer." I will tell you, I bounced for a while. No, you and, didn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I was a doorman in eh, a yeah. college town. Could be Clemson. I don't, I was underage. So, 
that's a whole nother thing. And I'm not about to incre- actually, I don't know the statute of limitations, but I was I paid think, cash and it was I think great. they're gone now. I think they're gone now. So. All right. Yeah. 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 I doormaned in Clemson for a long time, long time being a couple months in a summer. Okay. Yeah. But as a yeah. 17, 17, 18 year old, you know, you're not 21 and yeah. you're carding people. Yeah. Yes. It was awesome. 17, 18 years old, like a couple months is a long time. Yeah. Jeez, How naive we were. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, but I will say every single person that like, I think some of the guys that the guys that paid me cash to cover their shifts, essentially, mm-hmm. I think they still work. And this is the best movie in the world to them. I think they watch this weekly. I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, Clem- it, it's a college bar. It's not like, you know, yeah. these bars. Right. Um, but this movie starts off at the most rad, like, it's a New York City bar. It is and the most 80s bar. Like, just think of the most 80s bar, and that's it. It is incredible. I mean, I'm, I've, it started, and I went, oh, I'm hooked on this again, baby. Let's do it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but, God, yeah. And, like, I love the thought. <laughs> not to offend any bouncers that listen to this, but I love the thought of someone poaching their bar like this doesn't happen no no it's like you're it's the not best a, cooler in the game it's not an art form it's throwing drunk people out of a building i mean no way dude you no one wears a black t-shirt sexy pants freaking rad hair and walks them out the door like james dalton dude like that but that's my my thing with this movie is like as dumb as it is Patrick Swayze is so cool in this movie. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I think I love this movie so much because of how cool he is. I could give a crap. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. The story but I try is to think terrible. about other movies like this. Oh, it's awful. But there's other movies like where you love the character so much. John Wick doesn't work because it's great. Story's great. You got to be on board with yeah. it. But like, there's other movies where because of this one actor, it's money, man. Well, Tom Cruise is in a lot of stuff like that. Like, true. Not Mission Impossible two or three, but no. But <laughs> I f- I feel like Top Gun Maverick. Have you seen that yet? No, I want to so bad. I feel like without him and his dedication to wanting everything to be real, and him being like a producer on the movie, that movie does not yeah. work. That's the only way you could have made that movie. Well, great bring up here because a lot of this movie like i think 90 percent of the stunts are done by the actors yeah uh doesn't pay off on some moments but other ones it's like oh shoot like so he's legit getting hit like they they had to delay shooting a couple weeks because that last scene took like several weeks to film because they kept getting hurt so that's where i'm like i love how dedicated like yeah you guys are gonna punch each other this is gonna be awesome oh swayze was dedicated to this movie like yeah, he was, cocaine. He was in Drug, it. What? <laughs> cocaine will do that to you. Cocaine. Somebody did all. Uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, but I just love the I, the guy, um, Frank, whatever his last name. Oh is. yeah, comes know. into the bar. Comes in, gives him the offer, and it's just like, hey, I quit my jab. I'm gone. I'm out of here. That's not a good Swayze. But what a rad. What a rad moment. He goes and uh, dumps off his junk car, which made a Mercedes. It made no sense to me. I'm like, why? But it it does pay off later. But it's like, 
oh, okay, you drive this junker, you give it to this homeless guy, and then you have this Mercedes just sitting around under a tarp, and that's what you take to so, Missouri. There's a couple guys that I know, and their jobs are questionable. Yeah, and all of them do that. They buy a car every year, like a grand they got, or less. They got to like and, drive a beater to work every day. Yeah, yeah, they have to. Yeah. Like it's uh, some of these are like loan shark people, which they're scum. I'll yeah. be honest, but yeah, their car's gonna get screwed up, and they know it. So yeah. they've got like an Audi at home. I'm like, right. why don't you drive that? And it's like, no, because they'll beat it to death. No. And we but, get that example later on as he's trying to improve this bar. Yeah, pays off. Yeah. Because this movie's rad. You're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I just love it's, like. It's just hard to get behind. Like it's. Oh, there's it's so, so many. There's so many corny lines in it. And it's just hard to get oh. past it. But yeah, it's, it's my cup of tea. Yeah. But he gets down to Missouri because he's not going to catch a flight. Doesn't believe in flying. Because he's scared and of he'll flying. He'll see you when I see you. Like, and he's, dude, you're going to give me the 5000 up front and $500 a night. Jeez. You know what? I'm like, not going to lie. I'd take that job still. That's pretty good in these days. Yeah. Even. Like, that's like a hundred grand. A, like a hundred, I did math last night. It was like 130 grand a year before taxes. Yeah, I'd take that job. Yeah, of course. I'd take and that that's job assuming you're working week. seven nights a week. Yeah, and you can't. In Missouri, you couldn't on Sunday. They're closed. Yeah, so like... Um, Take like ten grand off of it, I guess I'll say. Um, so he shows up the first night and he's like scanning the room. He's figuring out the problems of the bar and such a rad scene, though, man. You got to admit, Patrick I mean, Swayze's the man. I mean, but the like, way he them. walks up to the bar and just leans up against the post and is just like, "I'm checking this place out." That, I mean, that's like, when I texted you that how cool he was. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that's just cool. Like he's just leaning up against the pole, and he's cool. Like I don't understand how he does it, but he did. Nope, and I'll never be that cool, and that's okay because very few actors could pull that off. Like him and um, oh my gosh, how am I drawing the blank, man? He um, ah, oh, crap. Uh, Escape from Hollywood, or Escape from New York, Escape from LA. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell and him both in this have the same swagger. Kurt Russell like, could have killed this movie. I, dude, perfect hair, perfect yes. like God. That's the weirdest. Perfect body, like same guys essentially. Kurt, Kurt Russell just happens to be a better actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Patrick Swayze's just handsome. That's yeah. Let's be was... honest. But you know, Patrick Swayze dance. turned down so many things to do this movie, or had to turn it down. He's going to be in Predator too. Oh no! Yeah, he yeah. oh, he yeah. could have done Predator too. He was gonna do Predator because Joel Silver did this and that. I th- and yeah, he was sense. the producer. Yeah, but he had to turn it down. Uh, and, and funny enough, too. we talked about Dirty Dancing. I know I'm skipping ahead to stuff, but yeah, the original tagline to this was "The dancing's over now; it's getting dirty." <laughs> oh, that would have been great. They didn't go with it. They they should have. Yeah, so we talked about... Did he about, do Ghost before this or not? Um, I don't think he did. No, he did Ghost after this. This was the follow-up. Wow. Yeah, this was the follow-up. He was supposed to do Tango and Cash and play Cash, but he hurt his knee during this movie. Dude, him and Kurt Russell just circling each other. No, that's it. He didn't turn down Predator 2. He couldn't do it because he was hurt. So he had to give up 
Tango and Cash and had to give up Predator Two. Yeah, because I think I heard, I, I read that like he went in, he had done like two or three movies back to back before this, and he was like, I just can't, I can't. I'm gonna go and tell you while we watch, but Logan watched this with me, and I told her that, and she went. Is your your phone's not out? And I said, no, no. She said, how do you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse. I know all the trivia. It's good. And she went, okay. Well, I, I married a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You didn't know? Um, yeah. He gets to that bar, scans it out. Uh, immediately, you see the like. I don't understand what was wrong with the Frank, the guy who owns the place. Like, you've got open prostitution, open drug dealing, full on like strip club happening. Like, like dude, one guy it's, it's offering another guy like twenty dollars to kiss, kiss his, his tits. titties. Which forgot that this movie was rated R, by the way. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's I made sorry, I made the joke earlier, like a bunch of tits, a bunch of fighting. Like, oh my god, this wasn't R. Yeah. It's that weird eighties era before all the moms got their panties in a wad. <laughs> Let me see boobs as a thirteen year old, please. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, what a dope going to how cool he is that night ends next day they're introduced to frank i mean uh dalton yeah and he's like i'm running this now here's what's gonna happen you you're gone here's your payout leave you're hot-headed you you deal drugs you're out this is a bar we don't do drugs we sell drinks and dance you right. you're a whore get out and i'm like yes yes patrick swayze Woo-hoo! <laughs> but then, then he's then, like, Anybody else dealing drugs? All right, cool. Uh, and then, then he catches the bartender stealing money. Oh, that was slick too, ma'am. Which I think that was the next night, but what yeah, you, yeah. we're getting into what happens after that. Well, I was gonna say, like, I, no, I think that happens next, but then you figure out he has to find somewhere to live. Yeah. And he uh rents a room on top in a, in a, of a barn. And the room is Missouri like not hot, dude. It's not like enclosed within the barn. Like it's not in, like you walk into the barn and this no, it's just, just right up the stairs from the barn. <laughs> so crazy. Which later on, like <laughs> later on, that plays a big old role because yeah, yeah, you, yeah, no sound barrier. Sexy time. <laughs> Sexy time. Hello, Doc. Check my pulse. Um, that, but that's that, when you, we'll get to it. But that girl falls in love after she stitches him up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he drugged her. Yeah, pretty. Me too. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> um, you get introduced to the like my problem up to here, and I forgot this watching. Like, who's the villain? Because you're kind of just like, oh, he's going to operate. Which it, I'd say this would be a better movie that there was no villain, and it was it's, just well, it's the, here's the guy him dealing with all this bullcrap. It's the guy that's taking money from everybody in town. Like that's what Brad it turned Wesley. Into. Brad Wesley, the local business magnate, who Brad for Wesley. some reason. Fly, it's just like antagonizing everybody for no reason. Even if you were like this evil guy, there's no reason for you to do this. Like flies over no, one, no. one guy's, um, the, the farmer that he's renting from, he just flies a helicopter over and messes with his horses. And he's zigzagging in and out the road and almost hits uh, Swayze at one point. Uh, yeah. Talk about just like a weird dingbat guy. Bad like, villain. Like you hate he's him. Just, he's just evil for no reason, seems like. It's like they they wanted him to be a real asshole. So when he dies at the end, it's like, it, yeah, it's this late in the eighties. You got to have a reason to be a bad guy. It can't just yeah. be a bad guy. You know, there can't be like any nuance within your bad guys in the eighties. I guess it, they just had to just be evil for no reason. But 
in that whole mix-up of him meeting them, that's when uh, that guy's henchmen's go and threaten Frank. They're like, we're going to take your liquor license. You're not going to get any liquor. So then you understand the connection of, yeah, he's a D-bag. Yeah. Swayze is living across the creek from him. Doesn't like him because his buddy. Also, that guy, whoever's house he's staying at, is a winner. He's the boss. Winner of the movie is that guy who owns the, old man? the property. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What that a guy's going to be a typical rad guy. He's going to be like rich in the future, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so his henchmen come, and I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but I think Dalton's like, oh, we ain't having this. And a fight ensues, but they pull a knife, cut There's him. A- Knife is that the knife the, on the shoe moment? That's that's at the beginning of the movie where he gets cut and the guy goes out of the club and he's like, I always wanted to try you or whatever. And Dalton yeah. kicks him out. That's it. The the when they when the guys come in after Dalton shows up, because they fired he fired the bartender. That's how they why they came in. He fired the bartender. They, they fired the bartender and he fired the head bouncer at the time. Yeah. And the guy they, they, they went to work for well, I guess they were always working for Wesley at this point. Yeah. And so the the rest of the crew comes in. One guy comes in with a knife on his boot. <laughs> I'm gonna go and tell you this. I've seen someone do that once in my life. I've never seen that at all. It was in high school. Someone walked in with that on their boot to make a statement. Because they see like, they saw they had seen Roadhouse. You know what? Very much so. Pickens is full of dumb people. Yeah. So I went to <laughs> I went to Pickens High School to call it out immediately. <laughs> but um, Deliverance was filmed nearby. Anyways, yeah, I, I've I've stayed at a, a camp over there somewhere where uh, that uh, the banjo guy from the opening yeah. scene was nice guy. By the way, he still lives. In this oh yeah, area. I've heard he still lives around there. Yeah, super nice guy. I've met him twice. He's getting gas, and I said, "You look like the guy from Deliverance." And he said, "I am the banjo boy." Damn. And I, he said, "I hate it," but I'm like, "Dude, no, awesome hey, playing." Bro. Probably gave me like 300 bucks that day. <laughs> That's the downside. And now yeah. everyone thinks you're an incest idiot. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's good. He's a nice guy. But so, anyways, yeah, he gets he gets stabbed up, which uh, sets up the love interest. But he breaks that dude's ankle first. Like he really, oh. One of the dumbest but best quotes from this movie. You will be nice. Oh, what is it? You'll... You will be nice until I want you, you to, be to be nice. Not. I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Be nice, that's right. Got some guy pushes you, calmly ask him to leave. You know. I'd also add in the other great one is uh, being called a cocksucker isn't personal. And Dalton says, "No, it's two it's nouns. Two ver- it's com- two nouns put together, com- combined with an illicit prescribed response." What if somebody calls my mama a whore? Is she? Is she? <laughs> I was like, okay, that's that's pretty great. That's 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 pretty good. I think on this one, Dalton also says the take the biggest guy in the world, shatter his knee, and he'll drop like a stone. That, yeah, that was after. Um, what is this? Because he gets cut, and then he goes to the emergency room, and he meets this doctor. I don't know. I couldn't figure out who she was. Is she the daughter of the She's auto parts the, guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought she was the daughter of the crooked they did, guy they did not make that clear at all he's she's either no, the daughter no, of the didn't. auto parts guy or she's the daughter of wesley it made no it's sense either his I, niece it's the, it's the auto part guy it's either his niece or his daughter okay one of the two um 
I could not figure also, it out. Also, probably the greatest metaphorical, phys- phys- physiological, I don't really know. Dalton has a quote that I wrote. Nobody ever wins a fight. I'm like, oh, that's deep. You were on cocaine when I never wrote this, of. but that's deep. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. So she goes and stitches him up, and he uh, roofies her to death because... I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess you look at Patrick Swayze, but, and you're like, yeah, all right. I'm like, she sews him up, and then she just shows up the next night looking for him. Well, he invites her over. Oh, he does? Yeah, he invites her. He says, come by the okay. club sometime, and he's like... That, well, she shows up yeah, the next night. night. Yeah, and then he's beating some tail. Yeah, when she gets there, then he beats her tail. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, we skipped over something. Do you remember like why he's he's cleaning up the club? There's a guy named Steve, and he goes in the back room. This dude Steve is having sex with a girl with probably <laughs> underage girls. Two girls walk in and get ID'd, and they're like, "Wait a minute!" And he's like, "Oh no, they're cool." Pretty sure they were underage. Greatest one. Dalton fires him. He goes, yo, Steve, your history. After he walks in there and he goes, but I'm on break. Like they're like mid. Stay on it. Not not to be crude, but he's still in her. Like he's he's in it. He's cranking. (laughs) And he's like, bro, I'm on break though. And he's like, well, you still on break just forever. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. There there are so many moments like that in this movie that you can Mm -hmm. forget. But when you watch it, it's like, this was stupid, but you kind of enjoy it. It's like, this is yeah. so stupid I'm in. So basically, Dalton starts to figure out that uh, Wesley owns a good portion of this town, and everybody has to kick up 10% to him. He's not exactly a mob boss, but he's like, just like a, a, a best way I can describe it is like Boss Hog from Dukes of Hazard. It's very much a Boss Hog. Yeah. Yeah. She comes by the bar. They have a kiss one night, and mo- most of this movie just takes place in the bar, honestly. Because they come in yeah. and they have another fight, or they, and his car just keeps getting trashed every night, pretty much. Like they uh, slash his tires, they break his windshield. Because the whole reason this Wesley, this Wesley guy, for some reason, wants to destroy every business in the town, seems like. If they're not paying him, he wants to kill him. Yeah, which doesn't make sense. Like if, because that's why the bar was so crappy is because he kept sending guys over there. He burns down the auto parts store at one point. Um, He runs, he gets his cronies to the most absurd. There's no way anyone was driving that monster truck around daily. Oh, that's Bigfoot, by the way. I don't know if you're, I'm not a monster truck guy. But I know Bigfoot in the grave digger. I know that that is Bigfoot. They oh, okay. Spent like fifty thousand dollars getting it painted for this movie alone. Just to so run like, it through a car dealership. Uh-huh. That's it. That one that, scene, man. People were definitely on cocaine when they wrote this movie. <laughs> yeah. I wish I I mean, I've never done cocaine, but watching this movie makes me want to do cocaine. <laughs> God. Uh <laughs> so after a couple of nights, uh, Swayze and uh, the doctor, they get real close. Like, really close. <laughs> yeah, like V to P close, right? Did, did... <laughs> 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 There's a, a, a story that the actress tells um, 
anytime Bill Murray watches this movie. Oh God, yes. He calls her calls husband. her husband. It's like, hey, Swayze's got his hand on your girl. <laughs> and you know what? I, I knew that. And last night I got bored and went, I wonder how often that happens. Apparently he watches this movie once every A couple lot. months. Apparently it's just, he him. said it's, it's his favorite sex scene is this movie. All right, that's a little weird. I'm not Which lie. is a little weird since that's yeah. your friend, but you know, to each his own. And there's too much, too much Swayze butt in this movie as well. Oh, sh- yeah. We need more John Claude Van Damme butt. You're right. Less <laughs> Swayze, more JCVD. Give me the buns, baby. Do the split. Um, and while we're on trivia, Jake Gyllenhaal is starring in the remake of this movie. They just started filming it. Yeah. I'm, I'm at, what an accidental thing on our part by the way we talked about this way before that news yeah. broke. yeah and that broke but, like this week earlier this week yeah, at the time of recording i don't know how i feel about that man he's he's a I good actor either. I, he they're gonna do make it this now. yeah but they're gonna take make this like real not cheesy they, and stupid. they have to up yeah they have to update it because no. uh, you can't make a cheesy another cheesy or unless that's what they're going for is this another cheesy version just but to it's quote from Wade, the Wade Garrett later, same town, new story, huh? Let's get a beer. Sam Doug, Elliott said that. I think Doug Lyman is directing the new one. Hmm. One of the director of one of the Bourne movies. So it'll probably be all right. They'll just make it yeah. action. Which yeah, it's going to be an action movie. Yeah. Um, which I mean, hey, this is an action movie. Just oh it's yeah, ridiculous. So basically. Um, because there's not a lot that happens other than there's fights at a bar, and then everyone yeah. starts he calls, co- he, coming he to the bar because stuff improves. Who is running like a military bar? Yeah, just to check in with him. Yeah, did man did not remember him that it was Sam Elliott. And it was a good Sam surprise Elliott, to me. Like, what a weirdly like younger looking person. Yeah, like he you know, was like, probably used to, like Sam Elliott. You know. He must have been in like his 50s or 40s at this point, I think. What a rad character in this movie, though. Yeah, like, he's so great. All aboard. Between him and Swayze, this movie's perfect. Well, I mean, not perfect, but you get it. Yeah, yeah not perfect, but like, I would say the casting is pretty good. Just the story and situation is kind of dumb. Intenseness or the anger between especially Dalton and uh, Brad Wesley is growing yeah. up. Or yeah. Just blowing up. They're going to go, uh, Patrick Swayze calls in a friend to give them liquor. Wesley's guys show up and they start breaking all the bottles. Well, Dalton's outnumbered and he's getting his tail beat. Oh, yeah. And lo and behold, here comes Sam Elliott walking in. I swear Sam and Elliott comes walking through the door. That whole scene after that, that might be one of the, it's not my favorite. Uh, favorite's the wrong word, but what a great scene of like Sam Elliott. Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch, who's Doc. Yeah. They essentially all go out together the entire night. Yeah. It's just one of those weird, like, this is fun. This looks great. But it's not it was, a great movie, but it's great. It was kind of to, like, establish Sam Elliott's character since we're introducing him, like, halfway through the movie. So Sam Elliott starts helping out at the bar because apparently Swayze needed help. And then when the, uh, the auto parts store burns down across the street, um, Wesley's in the bar and he's getting his, his woman to dance up on the bar and, or the stage and Swayze kicks him out. And then the dumbest fight, um, 
<laughs> one of the goons grabs a pool cue and starts using it as a, when he starts twirling it like a bow staff, I was like, oh my God, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And, but that's the, that's the main guy. And do you know how yeah. like that scene has been replicated in like 70 or 80 movies now? Really? That was one of the first him twirling that thing like a bow staff. Yeah. There's so many movies that rip that off from this. Actually. Okay. That you wouldn't even think like, Right. When you see it, it's it's kind of like a. Oh, this is gonna get nerdy. I don't think you've seen it. And Akira, the anime. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. He he does a motorcycle slide, and it's okay. It's yeah, like I, I know that that image yeah. of him sliding on the yeah. That's been used in like thirty hmm. or forty different things now, and real oh, like yeah. real not anime movies, but uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Like that scene of him doing the twirling, it's based hmm. off a uh, Van Halen. Okay. Eddie Roth, or not Roth, whatever the lead singer is. Eddie Van Halen? Does... No, Van Halen plays guitar, ma'am. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, whatever. David Whoever Lee Roth? Based off that. David Lee Roth, thank you. Golly, yeah. I, said, I said Eddie Roth. Um, you were getting there. That's you where that comes from. Eddie Van Halen and David Lee Roth. So. Also, how rad is it to be the guitar player, and that's the name of the band? Yeah. It's not the singer. Well, he probably started it. Who knows? Eddie V, baby. Yeah. And Patrick Swayze, him and um, him and the guy that played Brad Wesley died of pancreatic cancer. Both, hmm, three years apart. Uh, wow. Swayze died first, and then he died three years later. Man, it's weird. He played a good asshole. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he was a lovable one. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No. Uh, so. No. Wesley and uh, this might happen before all the stuff we just talked about, but Wesley and Swayze have a a meeting together and uh, say basically Wesley wants Swayze to work for him. And he's like, nah, even though I could name my price and do whatever. But, but then he sticks around, though. Yeah. Just I mean, he offers him to get out of town, basically. And they give you the back shadowing of Dalton's apparently killed a man in his past. And it's oh yeah, that's a big thing. Like someone, you, ri- which foreshadowed the, uh, in the in the first scene where everybody know figures out who he is. He's like, yeah, he ripped a dude's throat out. No, he did, and he does well, it. He does it, which was and it's great. <laughs> kind of out of left field, but you know. <laughs> I mean, you know what? This watch, I thought they made a bigger deal about when he did that. It just kind of happens. Yeah. Which that's kind of where we're getting. Um, Wesley tries to get Dalton to work for him and then decides he's going to extort the Double Deuce more. He refuses it. Wesley attacks. Mm-hmm. And you already said he blows up the oil place. And then um, the henchmen then go and set Dalton's house on fire. Yeah. And the also, pool, the also pool- if we can backtrack a little bit, during all this, Again, he he plows a monster truck through a car dealership. <laughs> and there's people in the background cheering. Yeah, and I was I mean, like... Preston, yeah, it's a monster truck. You gotta be happy, I mean, man. okay, I get that. But it's like your neighbor pretty much like losing millions of dollars. Everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yay, a monster truck! 
there were some extras in in the background who understood the assignment and looked sad. There were some that were sad in the background. I was like, good for you. But for the most part, the crowd was cheering. (laughs) Um, Something we skipped over, and it's really small, so it doesn't matter, but the guy that plays in the band, um, Cody. Oh, the blind blind white guy. Blind guy. Actually blonde, actually a band. Like that's actually... I I believed he was blind, so that makes sense. That his whole crew, that's a real band. They really do stuff. Okay. What a likable character as well. Like, what a weird, like, oh, I know Dalton. And the best thing is, is after Dalton does his first big thing, he plays the song, like, call him Dalton. Yeah. It's the cheesiest thing I've ever heard, man. Sad. Uh, But so they burn down Dalton's house. Pool stick guy. Yeah. They burn down, well, the old man's barn and house. So they, yeah, could, and he, Jimmy he, Reno, I think is his character name. Yeah. And that's the big bad guy. Yeah. They get into a fight. First it's of rad. all, Swayze chases down this dude on a dirt bike on foot. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I believe it. Not for a moment that I say this is bull crap. I was fully amped, like, yes. yes. <laughs> Physics, now you can do this. Go this way. Cut him off. You can run over 30 miles an hour, sure. Look at them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's there's a lot you got to suspend your disbelief in this movie, but that that's that's Cocaine, difficult. man. He did speed in cocaine. <laughs> speed gives you a boost, eh? Like, um, yeah, what a dope. God. But that's when he goes crazy. He loses yeah. his crap. He never comes back, man. Yeah. They get into a fight. He flat out grabs that dude in the jugular, pulls out his throat. throat. And pulls out dude's throat. I mean, that's the most mortal combat thing I've ever seen. Whoa. We did it. (laughs) And no one made a big deal about it. It just happens, and it's like, oh, a doctor lady runs up and is like, and like flips the dude over. Like, you just saw the man rip his throat out. I don't know what she was expecting. He did. And she's mad at him. But then like 10 minutes later, I mean, you know, a little bit later in the movie, she's like, I'm on board with you. He's crazy. Yeah. Because then he goes from there to the bar. Yeah. Just to check on things. And uh, Wade Garrett, Sam Elliott, is on the bar, beat up, stabbed. And he's like, because he had a conversation. Uh, Wesley made him choose between heads or tails between the the, the Sam Elliott and the and the lady. So I, I don't I'm I'm. I'm zoning out here. I know he checks on him and he's fine. Then he goes, he goes and checks on the lady and then he comes back and then he's and then dead. There's, there's a knife, the knife in him with a note that says it was Which, tails. Let's just go ahead and talk about probably the craziest thing, but the raddest, that whole end scene. This movie goes from like eighties kind of feel good, not feel good, but like it's an eighties movie too. Oh, this is a psychopath. Just like, like killing spree. The last act of commando. <laughs> Holy cow. Also, Dude, if there's anything up. that will explode in this movie, it does. Oh, God, yes. Gosh, I'm getting so... I need to watch this again. I'm getting amped, man. <laughs> feel like a man. He puts that daggum knife in his Mercedes and mm-hmm. drives it into Wesley's car. I mean, house. And then he slowly picks off all the guys one by one. And it with is no most, gun. Doesn't pick up one gun in this whole thing. Can't believe this is PG-13 still. No, I it's mean, rated like, R. Oh, is it? The whole movie's rated okay. R, dude. There's, okay, there's boots, good. there's titties. I mean, 
There's tit- yeah, well, good. I thought it was P. I don't know why I thought it was P. Thirteen. There's sex and titties. Well, you know, uh, airplane has some bouncing boobs, but it's PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Uh, that whole uh, that hmm. this movie's awful. I will happily admit it. It's a yeah. to me, it's a good awful. It's a like uh, this is dumb. I'm gonna ride it. It's not dumb enough to be awesome, but that scene is wild. All those uh, things, and then he gets in a fight with Wesley. Which and it, uh, just yeah. shoot him, shoot him. That's all I kept thinking. Like just, just shoot him. That's all you gotta like do. he gives him long enough to freaking monologue. Like he's hiding but behind he, a, a stuffed buffalo. Oh, dude, best line of the movie. <laughs> There's a bear on top of me. <laughs> oh my, yeah, yeah. He just push, like he pushes this stuffed bear over on this fat guy, and he just start. The guy just starts shooting. Like, what are you shooting at? What are you shooting at? It's a stuffed bear. And then he's yes. pinned to the floor. So good. So good. That, along with the guy at the bar, that quote of, uh, there's a bear on me. And uh, what do you say we get nipple to nipple? Might be the other good quote of the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, who was that? Like just a random guy at the bar. That's when he's paying. Oh, the, yeah, dollars. the very first night. He's like, hey, what baby, you what you say? say man, nipple to nipple. You may get nipple to nipple. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, they're, this movie's full of good one-liners. Okay. But. They're full so of one-liners. The, I don't know how good they are. Oh, they're terrible. They're yeah. they're good in a bad way. Yeah. All right, so after all this, these shenanigans. Yeah. So Wesley pulls a gun on him while he's walking away. And you're like, Dalton's going to lose. No. <laughs> then Wesley's got a bullet hole. Yeah. These four guys show up and shoot him because they're tired Who, of getting hell like mile. The owners of all these businesses that he's ruined. This part, real story. This happened in Louisiana. I, okay, I kind of believe yeah. that. Now that now that I know it's Louisiana, I believe that. Yeah, there was a crooked guy, not mafia, but like ran the town. Yeah, and five or six of them killed him, and the police came know. up just like this movie and said, "Didn't see nothing," and the cops were tired of him too, so they let it go. And then uh, Swayze and 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 the doctor live happily ever after. Yeah, then he bones her a little bit more on some hay bills. <laughs> and he just stays in Jackson, Missouri, I guess. Ugh. Yeah. I always thought there'd be a sequel to this. Like, there this was. seems like a movie. Wait, was there? It went like straight to like, uh, when was it? Hold on. I, I was, was it Patrick a... Swayze? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that, never mind. Not a sequel. Roadhouse 2 Last Call 2006. Um, There's nobody in it which i think that tells you the quality of this movie like when your oh. ip is this bad jake Busey, um <gasps> gary Busey's Ooh, son is in it jake Busey, i love him baby will Patton, um who who played that one guy gone in 60 seconds and yep. uh, in remember the titans do you uh, remember them the titans <laughs> why isn't there a remember the titans right at disney there should be like yeah, where you exactly. you get to do that yeah. dance and like a football experience. Come on, I watched that movie the other night. It holds up. It's pretty good. Oh no, I love it. I it's it's a good you know 
That was a good movie. I, I think. Yeah, never mind. I'm not going to go down that path. Good movie. <laughs> well, how Here's, would you rate this current movie we're talking about? A six point four. I give it a four. I think. I, I, I don't know. It's. <sighs> This movie is stupid. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. not good. There's just there, so many things I'll laugh at and enjoy. Like I can just watch this and just. There are care. some things that I laugh at, but like there's other things that's just hard to believe for me. Like even as how crazy and wild this universe is. Yeah, you can't believe it. It's not believable enough. Yeah, like John Wick, I totally believe. Which I mean, like I get this it. movie did not do well at first. I believe. No, it, it did not do well at the box office. It, at all. it won like a lot of Raspberry Awards, whatever those are, and Razzies. a bunch of other things. Razzies, yeah. Um, I will say there's. Sorry, I'm reading my notes. I, I copied part of this from another website, so I'm not. I didn't come up with this. I found it. We talked about uh, westerns. Yeah, all the characters' names are taken from famous or infamous wild western people. That makes sense. Wade Garrett has the surname as the guy that killed Billy the Kid. Okay. Pat Garrett. Brad Wesley, who's the villain, has the mm -hmm. same last name, the same middle name as one of the worst like villains in the world of the Wild West in real life. Kelly Lynch, her character's named Doc after John Henry Doc Holliday. Yeah. Um I think that there's more, there's other, like every main character has a cowboy connection. That makes sense. I can. Wild yeah. West connection, not cowboy. Sorry. Cause that's kind of what they wanted this to be is like a, a, a modern day Western. Yeah. It's also not good. <laughs> <laughs> I Dude. I think, um, how Kurt Russell would have been a better pick. Yes. And some I better dialogue. How you Man, uh, okay, it's been a long day, so you're going to forgive me here. We haven't done Big Trouble in Little China, correct? We have not. We have not, no. Okay, that's one of my favorite movies in the world. Okay, because I watched that one too, and I was like, what is going on? Oh, it is, so, it is so bad. It is so bad. But there's a lot we, of this where I'm like... We'll definitely have to do that one one day, but... Oh, I'm in. I'm in. That This movie and that, remind me of each other um yeah not bad not bad i'm hoping this movie is you know i hope the I next have, movie we do is better than this which is pacific rim i think it it totally is dude have you seen pacific rim yes i've never seen any of them so dude a giant robot hits a giant alien with a, a a container barge, like a barge on the like a boat that like carries it's a okay. barge. Preston, easy. <laughs> We've seen Power Rangers. I saw the nineties Power Rangers. I'm not impressed, dude. This is so. It, it's it's so silly, but it's good. Like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. I've always wanted to watch it. So I'm, your you know. inner eight year old will love it. And it's Guillermo well, del Toro as the director. Like that's where I'm in, which I, dude, his new movie, you sent, you introduced me to his new movie. You sent me the trailer. I, I want to watch it so bad. Yeah. Yeah. With Idris Elba and, um, no, that that's George Miller. That's George Miller. That's George Miller. Ah, oh, yeah. shoot. Sorry. 
I don't know if that's Which, racist that I just combine no, them or not. I mean, they they look pretty much the same. <laughs> well, they have similar movies too, yeah. kinda. So yeah, that that brings us to uh, what you watching, dude. dude, dude. I've been hooked on Welcome to Wrexham. The uh, oh yeah, the um, Ryan Reynolds, um, yeah. <sighs> Rob McCathlin, McCatha, whatever his name is. I don't give a crap. One of those guys uh, from Sunny. Sunny Vidalfa, yeah. They bought a soccer team. I thought it was going to be a comedy. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is funny. No, no. there is like this real serious like documentary that the two of them it's, made. It is funny. There's funny parts, but like, dude, I, I cried watching it. It There is... I'm not going to... I mean, I'm not giving anything away. Like, you're going to see it if you watch it. But like, as owners of this soccer team, they fire people. And before they fire them, the show... Oh, yeah, because they're owners. Them. They have to. It is, I mean, it is, oh, man, like, I want to, uh, that's the I part you don't think about, think about when you own a sports team is like, well, you, you know, to. the year, I didn't know this and I'm way more interested now and in, I like soccer, mm. European football, whatever, football, football. Uh, didn't realize as a team, you move in leagues. Ooh, so it's not that, like, that's rough. Like think about baseball in America as a player. Yeah, It's not just like player. you as a player. It's like, no, it's so a soccer. It's like your team, and like wow, it yeah, it their goal is to move up. Okay, see, in a league that makes a lot more sense with like yeah, that thing that that controversy that happened last year where all these teams were trying to like form a super league together, yep. and everybody was pissed, dude. It that this the first episode of this explains all that because it is so foreign to Americans, I think. And it makes soccer in that league seem yeah, so we're much so, more. Exciting. We're so much. We're so used to like the player trying to make the team or the or make it to a league or whatever. Yeah, but and for your like, entire I, team, like an entire organization, to move to a different. God. And, and the pay they talk about the pay jump, like they're getting paid thirty two thousand dollars to play soccer. You go up the next. You go up the next league. It's like three hundred thousand dollars. You go up the next league. It's like three point two million. Yeah, because even even on a practice squad in NFL, you're making six figures easy. Yeah. So it it is and like for me, like there's a lot of heart ache, heartburn. Like yeah. it's a town or that soccer stadium is what they got. That's what they do. They're yeah. coal miners, I think. Okay. But like in Kershaw, like where I grew up. Yeah. I never saw this, but it's a mill town. Essentially, and the mill went the away. Was, yeah, yeah, the mill left. So I saw the aftermath, and it's like, oh, it wasn't good. So I don't know. There's a lot of for me, like, what a good show. And of course, it's Ryan Reynolds. He's hilarious, but gum man, like, it's good. Sorry. What are you watching? Before I keep ranting on a. Uh, oh shoot! My friends just had their my friends had their baby today. Holy shit, dude! You're watching your friends have their baby. No. <laughs> I, they didn't tell me that they were having the baby today. Anyway, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> oh, Logan's having a baby right now, by the way. Oh, okay, cool. Um, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, we're not. No, cut this. Cut is a, this, is, this whole thing's coming out anyway. <laughs> um, I'm still in the middle of Daredevil. Still good. I just started the second season. Um, Wait, have I'm, you? Have you? I, I think we talked about it. I'm sorry. Have you watched it before? Yes, several times. Okay, okay, many times. You, many, many, did you many finished times. Better Call Saul. Yes. 
Well, I haven't watched the final season yet because they haven't put that on Netflix yet. I think I've got. I think I'm one behind you. I need to watch that season and then the new one. So, um, but yeah, I'm, Daredevil, dude. That mm, that is how I'm, you do it, man. Yeah, I'm gonna start watching Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu because I just got Hulu. Have, Andrew Garfield plays like a Mormon detective. I think. Yes. That. Sorry, I was like, oh, who's that? Yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah, my friend. Have you watched? Uh, oh shoot! Um, Netflix has a show. God, I'm flaking so bad. Don't work all day and do a podcast, kids. It's just like drugs. Yeah. Never mind. I don't care. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that, that's that's about it. That's that's it for this week. Again, next week we will be. Going, there's only two movies, so there's Pacific Rim and Pacific Rim Uprising. Um, that's Specific Rim. Specific Rim. The second one, not as good. It's a different director. Um, it's just it's it's a little different. But that the first one, in my opinion, is is very well done. But sorry, I'm jumping way back to Roadhouse now. I have a okay. note. I think uh, there's a guy that died. Uh, Eric Garner. It was a New York police incident. Okay. The New York Police Department started using scenes from Roadhouse as a mandatory three-day training of how to be nice under pressure. It's great. It is fantastic. Uh, I actually found it and watched it because, I, like you, when I first read that and saw it, I went, oh, geez. And then I saw it and went, <laughs> oh, Wow, that is good. So, this movie had some good. Yeah. Sorry. All Late right. edition. So, uh, if you have a suggestion for a movie you want us to talk about, you can send that to secondtakemoviespod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send suggestions to our Instagram at secondtakemovies. Um, I've been pressing Give us Jenkinson. a review. Yes. Give us Leave a, a review. review. Call us out. Call me and tell me how much you hate my voice. You've you've gone this far in the podcast. The least you can do is it takes like less than a minute to leave a review anywhere you can. You all have to understand. I'm an idiot. Tell me how dumb I am because I want to yeah. hear it. <laughs> so for for Jake, I'll say we'll see you next week with Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs>